Chapter 1. In which our heroine causes a scandal. Again. Almec's Assembly Rooms, London, 1824. Shortly after midnight. It was in the illustrious and exclusive Almec's Assembly Rooms that Lady Amelia Cavendish, previously of America and presently of England, officially confirmed that having one's brother inherit a dukedom was not all it was cracked up to be, in part because she was not permitted to use phrases such as cracked up. In fact, there was very little for a duke's sister to do, other than look pretty, speak about the weather, or get herself married. These things held no appeal for Lady Amelia, beloved younger sister to the new Duke of Durham. After weeks and days and hours of biting her tongue and minding her manners, she had officially reached her very last nerve, the end of her rope, her wit's end. It was yet another evening in which she and her two sisters, one brother and their aunt, the Duchess of Durham, had spent their time circling the room speaking to Lady This or Lord That. Amelia couldn't be bothered to learn all the names and titles of the British aristocracy, as it went against her independent American nature. Of all the balls, routs, soirees she and her siblings had attended, this one had reached unparalleled levels of tedium. The Duchess made a point of introducing the sisters to eligible gentlemen. She had made it her life's mission to see them all wed sooner rather than later, and to Englishmen deemed suitable, which more often than not meant horrible in Amelia's book. She rather thought that sticking forks in her eyes would be a vastly preferable activity. Not that sisters of dukes ever committed such acts, but if they did, they would surely use the good silver. As Amelia loitered along the perimeter of the ballroom, trailing behind the duchess, who was on the prowl for potential husbands, she amused herself, barely, by debating what exactly had pushed her toward the edge this evening. There was the fact that they now spent every evening attending at least one or two balls, dinners, soirees, musicales, and the like. The fact that she'd had to spend the day diligently being taught the finer points of etiquette, forms of address, and steps to country dances. There was the fact that this evening alone she had been introduced to no fewer than six gentlemen who wished only to talk about the weather and look down her bodice. It was enough to make any girl mad with boredom, or just plain mad. And now her satin slippers pinched her toes, the whalebone of her corset dug into her skin, and her maid had certainly used an excess of hairpins, all of which seemed to be poking sharply into her scalp. In an advanced state of physical discomfort, she was in no mood to endure the same conversation again about the weather. It was clement. The social season, it was tedious. Her prospective suitors, or lack thereof, and the frequency of attacks from native tribes in America, not nearly as much as the English imagined and sly digs at her brother's former occupation as a horse breeder and trainer. Never mind the fact that she and her siblings had been in England for weeks, days, and hours, and she had yet to visit the British Museum, stroll through the gardens at Vauxhall, or attend a show at Astley's Amphitheater. But she'd had a marvelously thorough tour of the ballrooms and drawing rooms of London. Smile, Lady Amelia, the Duchess murmured in her polite do-as-I-say voice, one of her sisters would have punctuated the command with a pointy elbow to the ribs, but the Duchess would never do something so crass. Her grace, the Duchess of Durham, Amelia had quickly discovered, was something else. She was one of those small, frail, wispy, and pale ladies of middle age, 
who seemed like they might be blown away and be dashed to bits against the cobblestones. And yet, Josephine Marie Cavendish, her grace, the Duchess of Durham, was made of strong stuff like steel or granite or glaciers. Her gaze was sharp and missed nothing. Her wits were sharper. She was also graceful, elegant, and unfailingly polite and proper at every hour of the day. The Duchess knew every person one needed to know, and everyone in London seemed to fear her. One did not call her Josie. Amelia had asked and was treated to a frosty, one does not. The Duchess also had the sort of indomitable will that could command armies. Amelia would have adored her if she weren't so vexed by her most of the time. The Cavendish siblings, James, Claire, Bridget, and Amelia, newly arrived from America, were Josephine's army. Her mission? To find husbands for each of the girls, and to ensure that James, the new duke, settled into his role, wed, and had an heir, thus securing the dukedom for another generation. Her one impossibly insubordinate foot soldier, Amelia.